to IDP Nation Update, and our topic is safety first today. Um, I'm, of course, Hollywood. Um, a few things have went on the last week or so with safeties, and I felt like there was a need there to, <clears throat> excuse me, to talk about that. And the first one is in Baltimore, right? They traded Chuck Clark to the New York Jets for a seventh round pick. <clears throat> and I actually think this is a law. <coughs> Excuse me, I had something like that on the throat. Um, <clears throat> so Clark, you know, looking at his numbers last year, 101 tackles, uh, 61 solos, four pass deflections, forced to fumble, recovered it. Um, <clears throat> Just a solid safety for them, right? Second leading tackler behind Patrick Queen. <coughs> so sorry. Um, now, I know they had Roquan, but they only had him for part of a year. So there for the whole year. Uh, I think Queen's numbers go down. Clark's probably go down a little bit as well. <coughs> but I still think he's right there at that 100 tackle mark. Um, but like I said, they got four safeties, right? So they got Chuck Clark. They've got Kyle Hamilton, the rookie that everybody was drooling over last year, including myself, and I still have a lot of high hopes for him. 62 tackles, two sacks, um, five pass deflections, and a forced fumble. Then they've got Marcus Williams, who was having 61 tackles, four interceptions, uh, eight pass deflections, and a fumble recovery. And then they've also, not as an important piece, but he played a – he played a, lot, played a lot and made seven starts for him. That's Geno Stump, who had 38 tackles, uh, a pass deflection, a forced fumble, and a recovery. Um, <clears throat> so when you've got kind of that type of a log jam at one position, it's a that type of depth in case a Marcus Williams gets hurt. You know, you've got that next man up that you can fill in there. Um but the bad side is when you draft a player like Kyle Hamilton, who you think is going to be the next star, where do you put it? Do you set the veteran Chuck Clark? Do you move Marcus Williams, who's been playing good out of the way? You know, what's the <clears throat> what's the deal there? So it, it's kind of easy to Clark was a cap issue as well, right? They're trying to get Lamar signed. Um so they need all the money that they can get and still have some money to maybe pick up some cheaper pieces. So you move Clark while he's a great player for them or has been a great player for them. This kind of started last year, right? The rumors swirling, oh, they're going to trade him and whatever, and he wound up staying. Here we are this year. You didn't hear the, the rumors per se, I think the Jets jumped on that because they got, they let LaMarcus Joyner go, right? Um, so it was natural for them to give up a late round pick for a high quality safety. Um, and we'll get, we'll touch on that in just a minute. But um, I think Clark was a cap move. Plus, not only that, getting rid of him or moving on from him allows you to put your high draft pick. Rookie Kyle Hamilton, you know, with Clark gone, I think you're going to see Demarcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton. 
And then Geno Stone's going to be their serviceable backup if, if something happens to one of them. They've still got him. So, and, and they may look at, you know, late in the draft, picking up a, another depth piece to bring along. That's just how that operates. Um, you know, they've got a Darius Washington who they drafted a couple of years ago uh, as well. So, I mean, it's. It's just a it's moves to the Jets. I think Baltimore will be just fine um, with uh, Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams. Geno Stone is the third safety. Um, but I'm really excited to see what Hamilton can do now, right? He was kind of limited last year. He did make four starts. But now it's his show, right? They've, they've moved on from the song. Solid bull trust in. They moved on from him, and now they've got a little bit of an unknown. Okay, rookie, we opened the door. Show us what you can do. So I'll be excited to see the uh, time starting run. I have quite a few shares of him in my fantasy league, so um, I really love that. Now, with that, let me get over here. So they traded – Chuck Clark to the Jets. Jets had moved on from LaMarcus Joyner. So there was an opening there, right? Um, so it made it a natural thing. Uh, they've got Jordan Whitehead there. They did have LaMarcus Joyner. Now, Joyner played 14 games started all 14, but really outside of the three interceptions didn't provide a whole lot. Only 57 times. I had a fumble recovery. Uh, like I said, the three interceptions, the six pass, uh, uh, pass breakup. So he wasn't the joiner of old, right? Then you got Jordan Whitehead, finished third on the team in tackles uh, with 89 tackles, 58 solos, two interceptions, eight pass deflections. <clears throat> um, they've also got Tony Adams, uh, Will Parks, uh, uh, Ashley, including myself, thought would uh, be in a starting role. He played 14 games last year, but mostly special teams. Uh, only had five tackles, but he did have an interception and uh, a pass deflection. So, They've got some young guys that they can bring along, but they needed with Joyner gone. They really, really needed a high, high floor veteran, a high floor veteran that they could depend on, right? So you give up the seventh for Chuck Clark, and I think he instantly slots in as the strong safety and just really kind of makes this team, this defense come together, right? Because you got Robert Sala, the head coach, defensive-minded. You've got C.J. Mosley. You've got Quan Alexander. You've got, hey, you know, you've added some pieces like Jermaine Johnson last year. They added Sauce Gardner, who was unbelievable last year. Rookie of the year. So you've got him. You got Quincy Williams. 
You've got Quinn Williams up front. So you've got a lot of pieces that you can build around. Bryce Huff is another one. Um, you have a lot of young pieces, but you need those older pieces, like the Mosley, like the Quan Alexander. So I think you put Chuck. I think his his production doesn't take a hit at all, right? Because um, the Jets are kind of sort of similar to what they have in Baltimore with the with the two linebackers, with Queen and and Roquan Smith. Chuck Clark was still able to get a hundred. 101 tackles. I think that's very well could what could happen here. <clears throat> I think he's not going to be nothing flashy, but I think he comes in and gives them at least 90 plus tackles, <clears throat> gives them a solid veteran that can run the back in the box, in, in the box safety. So I, I really like that for them. Plus for the Jets, right? He's only going to have a three million dollar cap hit because he's and he's only twenty seven years old. So just a three million dollar cap hit, which is good. Um, he's only missed two games in his six years, so he's durable. They can depend on him. Um, now, like I mentioned, they let um, Lamarcus Joyner go, so. This could be bad news for Jordan Whitehead in a way, maybe, because now that they've added Clark, they could potentially cut Jordan Whitehead and save seven and a quarter million dollars against <coughs> uh, the cap. Uh, they could release him and use that money to find uh, a cheaper option around. Clark, right? If they if they don't believe in Ashton Davis, uh, if they don't believe in some of those young guys, you know, they could look at the draft. Maybe that's something that they could do, uh, pick up a safety later in the draft. So I'm not saying they're going to get rid of Whitehead, <coughs> excuse me, but there you could see it. You know, seven, especially in today's eight, uh, cap situation around the league, seven and a quarter is, is a pretty good little negative change that you could put in your pocket. Um, especially when you have a player like Chuck Clark who can come in and replace him, right? So that, you know, that makes sense. Um, <coughs> they've also got Michael Carter who played some safety, played corner and safety. So maybe he moves back to safety. But I think you need that free safety, which would be nice if Ashton Davis could be more of that free safety. You know, if they cut Whitehead, then maybe they, they go out and find a cheap free safety somewhere to bring in or draft one, which is what I would think. Maybe you draft one in the, the mid-rounds, you know, three, four, five, and uh, I think you could find some pretty good safeties there that can help your team. But, all again, all in all, love it for the Jets, right? It fits what Sala wants to do with his veteran defense. He wants to keep them going while he's, <clears throat> while he's got these other pieces. He wants to continue to have that defense trending up. Upward, and I think Chuck for fantasy as well. Um, he's just going to be solid. Just he's going to be everything for fantasy managers that he is for the Jets. Dependable, solid, and trustworthy. Right? You, you can you know he's going to play. You know he's going to produce, and he's going to produce with a 
his high floor, right? You you don't have to really worry about him being too high, too low. Uh, he's just going to be consistent and give you points each week, and I think that's what the Jets are going to do. Consistency, but so I love that for them. Love that for him. As I said, love that for Baltimore as well because now they get their young gun and Kyle Hamilton in there. So you know, and I, th- I expect him to just break out as well. You know, fantasy managers drafted him with high hopes, and then last year kind of didn't go the way it goes. And I've said it every week. Seems like me and Kyle talk about it. Got to be patient with rookies. It's <laughs> I don't care how good you are anyway, because maybe there is a backlog at the position. Maybe your witness ready. Maybe it, the scheme you you've, is completely different. Maybe they're trying to use you. And it's just so many things you have to be patient with, Ricky's. Um, but all in all, you know, Baltimore picks up a seventh round draft pick dart throw that they can uh, take a chance on somebody and then wind up being. Uh, one of the steals of the draft. So, um, and like I said, like it for both teams, Chuck Clark and Kyle Hamilton as well. Um, now I want to go over to New England. And there wasn't a trade, but Devin McCourty decided he was going to hang it up. Right. Uh, has spent his whole career in New England, um, was a cornerstone for them for a couple of years there. Uh, You know, won multiple championships. Um, Is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. He's, He's a Patriots Hall of Famer for sure, Ring of Honor guy, but I don't know that he's an NFL Hall of Famer. Maybe maybe he does get in. Um, 971 tackles, 740 solos, um, three sacks, 35 interceptions, 110 pass deflections, 11 forced fumbles, seven recoveries. He's got some solid numbers, um, 20 TFLs. But uh, so he retired, which got me thinking. Okay, this is a good thing. Not that he's retired, and you know, if you've got him on your team, you're like, oh, gotta replace him. But in actuality, in fantasy, this is a good thing. This is a good thing for New England, I think. What did we just talk about with Baltimore and the years you've had the same thing in New England, right? You had Devin McCourty. They drafted Kyle Duggar. Uh, They uh, brought in Adrian Phillips. They brought in Jabril Peppers. Um, They've drafted some young guys, rookies, that are, you know, that can play either or corner safety. You know, they're just, they're deep. Backs, right? And, And as good as Phillips had been, for a little bit, as good of Kyle Duggar being, for the most part. Then you bring in, you got Jareel Peppers, who's been pretty good for the Giants. So there was kind of this logjam, how you do It's like, okay, we'll buy all these knives, and then we'll figure out which two cut the best. And 
sometimes when you've got too many options, you can't really figure out your best option. Um, yeah, it definitely helps Kyle Duggar. He's not going anywhere. He was second on the team last year in tackles at 78. Um, had three picks, two touchdowns, which was nice. Uh, eight pass deflections, uh, forced fumble, a recovery uh, that he returned for a touchdown. So he was he was a big playmaker for them on that defense. <clears throat> um, Adrian Phillips, he was what six seventh eighth tackles looks like sixty six. So he had quite a, and then you've got um, Jabril Peppers, who was just a couple spots below him, only sixty tackles, right? So, Duggar is going to be your main starter. Then it's going to be between Phillips and Peppers. And you may see who's got the hot hand type of deal with those two. I definitely think this helps Kyle Duggar. He's the lead dog still. So, now it's going to be between Phillips and Peppers to see who's going to be that second save. You want to go big sets. Um but I definitely think it helps all three of them because you've got McCourty uh, out of the way now, right? I mean, he played a lot over his years. He played um, over 1,000 snaps last year, 1,098. And he played 1,019 before. He's played over 900 snaps every year of his career. Um plus snap season. So, and he played a big role on special teams uh, until the last two, three years. He was high special team guy too. So when you look at that, I kind of like Drabil Peppers as the guy to maybe step up there because he is a special teams ace, right? I mean, he's, he's played a lot of special teams, even going back to his college days at Michigan. Big special teams. Teams guy, he did. He was with the Wolverines uh, on defense, on offense, on special teams. So I could easily see him maybe moving up. But Phillips has been a solid player. So <sighs> Phillips is thirty, Peppers is twenty-seven. So me personally, I'd probably lean a little towards Peppers, letting him give you that full all-around game impact. And then you can use Phillips when you need to go bigger sets, or, you know, have bigger safeties. Uh, uh, you want to go three safety sets, that big safety look. So I like this. Uh, I hate to see McCourty go, but I think it actually helps the Patriots and fantasy owners. Um, fantasy owners for sure, right? Because now a couple of these guys are going to get, get more looks, a little more time. So, uh, and again, maybe they draft someone. I don't know. The draft is, we're what, 50 days, I think, away. You know, free agency is what? Four days away, five days away. Legal tampering period starts tomorrow, I think, it, or Monday, whatever it is. So a couple days away on that. Um so we'll see. Do they try to bring somebody else in free agency? There are some safeties out there. Jesse Bates, Vaughn Bale, Jordan Poyer, uh, along with some other guys. So there's some safeties out there. 
um, and has on their roster currently, I like it, right? You know, Kyle Duggar gets a little boost up, more reps. Then you're going to have Phillips or Peppers, whoever. I feel whoever wins that job is going to be the real a winning piece for fantasy managers because <clears throat> they're getting an uptick on their on their uh, reps. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, just wanted to uh, touch on the safeties. You know, there's been a little. Always got to be safety first, right? Got to take care of your defense. Make sure there's no holes there. Uh, these were two of the uh, bigger names <coughs> or moves in the safety position. Clark to the Jets, which helps his value, helps third, helps the Jets. Uh, Kyle Hamilton's value goes up. You know, McCourty retires. Now you've got Duggar, Phillips, and Peppers, whose uh, value goes up a little bit. Now as well. And then, like I said, free agency. What's coming to free agency? you got Jesse Bates. You've heard that story going on for two, three years now uh, with me and Kyle, one of the best safeties in the league. They tagged him last year. They're not tagging him this year. He's a free agent. So somebody will look at He's going to get paid. Uh, Jordan Poirier, right? They're a little long in the tooth. Um, they're moving on from him, it appears. Uh, Von Bell, the other uh, Cincinnati safety. Uh, there's a lot out there. So, and then and then you got your draft, like I said, that's coming up at the end of April. So, be interesting to see how this plays out over the next two months. Uh, the immediate thing is going to be free agency, right? That's that's here in a few days. That's what's really going to um, see where some of these dominoes start to fall. And then you got some of these bigger pieces like the Aaron Rodgers maybe being traded and Lamar Jackson, where does he happen between now and April when the draft happens? So interesting to see how some of this plays off, plays out. Um, and that's all I have right now. So, uh, yeah, go get your Chuck Clark shares if you don't have them. I think he's going to be right where he's been for the past few years. Uh, if you can get Kyle Hamilton – kind of cheap on an owner that would spend disgruntled because he didn't do very much last year. Now's the time to pounce before that really starts to sink in <coughs> while it's still rookie season, right? Everybody's got rookie. You, could, you might get Hamilton really cheap now or as cheap as you're going to because once the season starts, it, his value is going to shoot through the roof. Uh, and then the same with Peppers. I think you can kind of get him cheap because people are – kind of disgruntled, you know, he wasn't what he was in college and with the Giants. So I think you can uh, you can get – there's some cheap op options for fantasy managers uh, out there. You just have to look a little bit, dig into it. And uh, if you're not sure, run by me, run by Kyle. I will be more than glad to help you out. So, uh, you know, good luck to you and uh, – there is no off-season, so 2023, we're moving on. Later.